Mike, turn your games down. Hi, and welcome to another mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hoberton, and who's running around in the D&D world with me tonight? Michael Hughes. I had nothing else, so. <laughs> no, nothing. I guess I could have said a class. Magic user no, Michael yeah. Hughes. Assassin, or thief, or wizard, or, or no, was it magic user was the title? The one in? I think so. All right. So we are here to talk about Dungeons and Dragons Chronicles of Mystera, which came out in 2013 for Steam, Wii U, <laughs> 360, PS3. We played the Wii Steam U. version, obviously. Cause... It's a collection of the two arcade games, Tower of Doom, released in 94, and Shadows of Mystera in 96. Which I remember playing, I think Towers of Doom was the one that the arcades I went to had. That's unfortunate. Yes, because I remember that's parts we'll of this game. we'll get into. <laughs> we'll talk about Tower of Doom first, because I think that will be shorter. Yeah, we'll get that out of the way. Both of these are just beat-em-up games. You pick, in the first one, you have four different characters you can pick from, and yeah. yeah. But you have a, you have a warrior. Yeah. Fighter, dwarf, Elf, which... Cleric, and Dwarf is what they're listed as on okay. the wiki. So you have essentially Which elf being a class is weird. It is because it's it's a race, not a class. But oh yeah, sure. and dwarf. Yeah, but yeah, okay. But I mean, they're just like the dwarf, the war, the fighter, and the cleric are all kind of just. I mean, they're melee classes, but I guess well, cleric and elf are more are the magic users in the first game. And we made the mistake because the, the Steam version is really stupid. <laughs> oh, it starts you off on the second game and it doesn't let you like you think, OK, you have to like go in the main menu, click a button at the bottom to change it like a key or a button to change to the first game. Yeah. So this is Capcom. They're pretty famous for their collections. Like think about loading up the Mega, Mega Man Legacy collection. It's like, OK, here's the six games. Pick one of those and you play it. No, this one pops you in one screen or the other and you have to push the button to alternate between the two. It's really weird. <laughs> Like, just really, put an extra was. menu where you select which game you want to play. I didn't understand. Like, we played the other, the Capcom beat-em-up collection we talked about a lot. And we've done a few episodes on this show. Like, you just, you know, yeah. you can spiral through and pick the stuff. I don't understand why in this game you have to be on the title screen or the second screen. Only one screen you can switch games. Otherwise, you're locked into it. I don't mm-hmm. get that. It's really clunky <sighs> UI. Yeah. It's like, I think we talked about it when we were playing it. It's not really, it seems like it's not optimized for PC. No, I'm so assuming the, the PS3 version is the same, but I have this on St- on Xbox 360, but I wasn't yeah. going to find out. I've got it on PS3, but neither one of us could be bothered to, to boot it up to find out. No, it's been so yeah. I'd have to probably I'd have to probably down I'd have to download it and connect the internet and all sorts of stuff that I'm not dealing with. So <laughs> I don't care enough. But I mean, the first game is kind of a basic beat 'em up. It it's right, also a huge quarter muncher. Oh yeah, like every boss we were dying to constantly. Yes, we also, I think, as I said a little bit, we made a mistake playing the second one first, which really made the first one feel <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's like, I think you said it's like playing Mega Man 2 and then playing Mega Man 1. Yeah, Except, but like course, the gap between these two is so much bigger than the Mega Man. Yeah. Also, it's like playing Mega Man X and then playing Mega Man 1. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's better. Yeah, because that, I mean, it was just, it was awful. Like, we weren't really even, I mean, we beat it, but we weren't really enjoying ourselves as much. We were just right. going through the motions. I mean, the levels are uh, cool in the first game. Like, yeah. it has some cool, like, you have choices in the first game, but the choices really don't matter because they kind of lead to the same, <laughs> the same direction. Yeah, there's one that's like, 
go into a cave, go into an abandoned mine, and go into a wells. Like, those are all going to take you underground. I got a feeling they all look identical. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just, like, it, it, it shows you the creep. Like, there is choice, but I'm pretty sure we only played through the first one once because that was enough for us. But I'm assuming it's not really choice. <laughs> yeah, kind of felt that way. It just wasn't, it wasn't as good. Like, I played... Oh, you also can't change your characters in the first one. Once you pick your character, you are locked mm-hmm. into that character the whole game. Because, like, when you die in the second game, you can then pick a different character. Like, a normal beat em up You die, you're okay, red. Pick someone else. In this game, there is no picking anyone else. You have your one character. That's it. And it's really it's dumb. Very strange. It's, mm-hmm. it's felt limited in basically every aspect compared to the second one. Yeah. I mean, and you only get the experience, you only keep the experience that you have at the end. So if you die right before the the boss or during the boss, like we did, you lose all your experience. So you don't level up as much because you level up in these and get more HP, more attack, I guess, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it is kind of cool how they incorporate a lot of the D&D stuff into the into this. Like you fight a beholder at one point, which you don't fight in the second game. So a point for this one. <laughs> and uh in D&D, Beholders negate magic. They have, like, an anti-magic field. So I was playing as the elf, and I was trying to use spells, and they just kind of, like, poof into smoke. Like, you can't you can't use magic on them. Like, yeah, that's annoying, but cool. I mean, the sprites are, are pretty good. Like, all the enemy sprites are the same in both games. They didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. And they, they look good in both games. I mean, the character sprites look better in the second game than they do in the first game. They're a little uglier. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And the NPCs, like the people you talk to, because <laughs> as you play through this game, you have little cutscenes, I guess, where you have people yeah. talking. You go you go into a shop where you can buy stuff, which I thought was cool when I was a kid. The NPCs in the first game look like they're made out of wood. It's terrible. Yeah, everyone's got this, like, their hair and their skin color is all the same. It's like this weird brown tan color. So they everyone looks like puppets. Mm-hmm. Bad. It was real. Like, I usually <laughs> don't care about stuff like that, but this was bad. It was very noticeable. Yes. I did not like it. I was very irritated <laughs> with it. <laughs> For no real reason. I just was. Like, it just bothered me. Like, there's, some, there's some cool bosses. I mean, then you fight a dragon. Like, you, you have some cool stuff that does go on in this game. It just, it felt like we were fighting one of the bosses in both games to place your beast, which was cool, but it just, it seemed like it took so many more hits. Uh-huh. It, just, it everything felt so felt, much more damage. Yeah, everything felt like we were just trying to take your quarters from you. I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, the second one feels more balanced. Like, it's still hard, and we're still dying, but it feels more more balanced in the player's favor. It was just a little too much in the first game at times. And, I mean, there was just stuff that was ridiculously annoying. The game is not as pretty. The enemies take... I mean, there's some cool parts. Like, you go on a boat at one point, which I remembered as a kid, because I actually played this first game a bunch in arcades. I never got far, but I did play it a bunch in arcades. Yeah, you know, when you're a kid, like I used to when I was a kid, we go to the mall and my my mom like, OK, here's like five bucks or, you know, here's a couple bucks. Yeah. Go to the arcade while I go, you know, look around and I go in there, my my couple dollars. And a lot of times I would just stand there and watch people play. That was my favorite was to go in arcades and watch people play games. I miss arcades. Me too. Let's go I, and walk past two dozen different machines. Like, oh, what do I want to spend my money on? And now you just go in and there's midway games like win tickets for a the harmonica that's six thousand tickets. I go to arcade so every sad. every month from when I see my son, but we play we've been playing a bad dress park game lately, so <laughs> and the and the Halo one. The Halo one I like. Halo one's actually really good. That's another that's another episode. Dress park one not so good. I don't anything else I mean the first I mean it has cool enemies. Anything else you want anything else special about the first one you want to mention? Like what was 
I guess we should mention a couple of the bosses. You fight a lich at the end of the game, I guess. Yeah, who is that just was, like a minor boss in the second one. It was ridiculous. But the Beholder doesn't come back at all. Yeah, that last boss, they they definitely wanted your money there. It was That was but, hard and stupid hard. Shadow of Mistara does it too with their last boss. Yeah, but it only it only it doesn't it only doesn't the last boss like this game every boss felt like we were just munching quarters if we had quarters mm-hmm. we didn't but yeah and I'm also playing this on the on the lowest difficulty weakling so like it, this shouldn't be hard yeah. yeah I don't know I guess ninety four was a different time <laughs> yes it was you also can't hit enemies on the ground like you can in the second game you can hit them when mm-hmm. they're down which helps a lot but you get a lot of items you can pick up throughout the game you get rings and different healing items and. You also can throw arrows and throw daggers, shoot arrows, throw daggers. Like you get other items in the first game too. Yeah. There's a bunch of equipment, and it's cool that it's there, but the game does nothing to tell you what it is, what it does, if you can even activate it. Because yeah, it does not communicate yeah. things well. All right, anything else to say about the first game? Or should we just jump to the, the main one? Oh, I'm sure we'll rag on it as we talk about. Okay, that works. Shadows. And the second one, Shadow of Mysteria, which originally came out in '96. This is the one that the collection starts on, and I completely understand why. <laughs> because it's like they tried to hide Tower of Dooms. Like, I just put it in the corner. No one will, no one will miss it. Because mm-hmm. it's a really good game. Like, it's, yeah, we, it looks better. It's prettier. You have a lot more character. You have the same four character classes, and then you also have two new character classes, which you played as both. Yeah, and they're both awesome. <laughs> you have a wizard. I, don't, I think it's called Magic User. And then you also have a thief. It was just who gets infinite slings. <laughs> it was just really fun. Like this, the second one just also the second one has you can do like at least you can do the Hadouken move and you actually do an ability. In this yeah, game. we found out at the end of Tower of Doom that it's possible to do some of that stuff, but it's not as simple to pull off. Like I was just kind of mashing buttons and I would do like the slide move or something, but I had no idea how to do it consistently. Whereas in two, you used to like the Hadouken jump and then you do the slide. Yeah, it was much easier and much more friendlier. I mean, the second one just has a lot more features. I mean, the characters all feel much different. Also, you have alternate costumes for each character in the second game, which have different names. And I think they actually some had different abilities, too, we noticed. Yeah, because I was playing as the magic user, and one of them had a meteor swarm at level... You get it at level 20. And then the other one had... Damn, I don't remember what it was. Like, magic word kill or something? Yeah, you never got to use it. Yeah. Because by the time I had it, it was the final boss, and I imagine she was immune to that. Because you, you level up throughout the game as you play through. Your characters get stronger, depending on how many enemies you kill, I'm assuming. And you also, like, in our case, you hit the Y button to then like, pick up a wheel. And then in that wheel, that you show your different abilities. Like, you can throw oil, you can throw your axes, I mentioned, stuff like that. And you can also switch to your different spells, if you're a spell user. <laughs> and we... We played through this one twice, and it wasn't until about halfway through the second time that we realized there are multiple wheels. You pull up the wheel and then hit B, and you can cycle through the different wheels. Well, for the record, we also only played as physical. We played as, you know, fighter classes or damage dealer classes in the beginning. The second time we went through magic user classes. True, true. Because I had played all the characters but the thief in the second playthrough. Just to try everything. And I didn't play magic user because you were, so I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's just it's just a very cool beat 'em up. It's got a lot of traversity in the second game. Like there's one level you ride on a raft where you have to like avoid enemies and being chased by a dragon. But if you run into a raft with enemy, you go into like a little like random encounter fight. Like it's just lots of cool things like that. You get to pick up money in this game. You pick up other equipment, which we don't know what the hell it did. But there's lots of little things like that in this game that really add to it. Hmm. 
luckily the collection is nice enough to catalog all that stuff you pick up, even if it still doesn't tell you what they do. It shows you all the items that you've found in your various playthroughs. It, it was actually just really cool. Like, and all the money you get, which you can then use in the store, and then you just... There's just so... And this game can be up to four players. We only played two. But oh, the man. fact that it That'd has... That'd be nuts it, with four cool. people. Hmm? That'd be nuts with four people, mm-hmm. especially since every time you cast a spell, it stops the action until the animation's done. So if you have four magic users, it'd take forever to get through this game. Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, I'm watching a speedrun of it right now. They're using four fighters classes type of yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's probably smart. Well, they have, well, they have the elf, fighter, cleric, and dwarf. The dwarf I played the least. I just didn't like the way he handled because he's more like the powerful, slow character, and I do not like that in beat-em-ups for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah, me too. Just I like the fast thing. agile one. That's why I played the thief the first time. I like mediums. I like medium characters. Yeah, that cleric seemed to fit that pretty well for you. Mm-hmm. He did. The fighter I think I liked better because the fighter was more medium, where the cleric had a bunch of different spells. Like, it had a one spell we kept using called snakes, where he throw <laughs> He throw yeah. three logs down and they turn into snakes and home after the enemy yeah. and do damage over, over the time. actual D&D spell is called sticks to snakes. And it does exactly what you would think it would with a name like that. It was, it was I kept really calling cool. it search snake. Yeah, which was fitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have chests in this game that you get, have to get keys. You can pick up and you get different items like there was a lot of stuff to this game. The bosses were pretty cool. I mean, they're all D&D enemies, obviously, and, and it was fun. Yeah, even if both games reuse the same enemies, like you always Some, fight Kobolds yeah. at first, and then you fight the Nulls, and you fight the Troglodytes. I mean, and you also fight different bosses depending on what route you went. Like we played the first game through, and we fought a Man Scorpion, and in the second, in the oh, second, yeah. our second playthrough, we didn't fight the Man Scorpion. We fought something else. I don't remember what we fought, but the Troll, or is that the, that was the first game? Tower. Yeah, that was Tower of Doom. That thing sucked because in, in true bit. Troll D and D fashion, you have to kill it with fire, or else it keeps regenerating. Which really would not be good if you didn't pick a fire class because you can't <laughs> pick your classes when you die. So I don't know what the hell you do, but hey, you got the, cool. the bottles of oil, I guess. Uh, yeah. What if you use them all? I wonder if they refill when you die like like spells. They do not. So yeah, I'm bad. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just it was just a really cool. Like I, I came into it with no expectations. Oh, I forgot to say this is also made by Capcom. I don't think we said that. Yeah, but. I think I mentioned it at one point. Okay, good. It's worth pointing it out again in the beginning, but yeah, it, it's just it plays like a Capcom beat 'em up. Like it, it plays really well. Like I was surprised. The second one, I was surprised how much fun <laughs> it is. You know, I was just and then leveling up after each chapter feels really good. The game doesn't overstay its welcome. I think the second game about each one's about an hour playthrough or a little right around there, so it's not bad. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, it's long enough for felt me like it took longer. It did, but that's because we were messing around. I think <laughs> it also gives you really cool art splashes when you level up. Yeah, and as you as you pick up different items and stuff, you can get different spells too. I mean, there's different weapons that you can use that will give you like like ice attacks all all the time until your weapon breaks. Mm-hmm. But you have to be a magic user to do it. <laughs> so, <Apparently. laughs> yeah, if we found out, because I'd pick it up and I wouldn't have the option, but you'd pick it up and you'd have the option. Yeah, because so we played through it twice, but that's still, like I said, the game doesn't tell you a lot of stuff, but so we're still kind of piecing stuff together. I'm sure there's plenty of crap in there that we didn't even know about. But it was it was cool. Like it it really surprised me how much I was having fun with it when I came into it with no expectations. The second one. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't stress that enough. I didn't have fun with Tower of Doom, no. I mean, we played it. We beat it. I don't ever want to play it again. So, yeah, 
Like we're, we're definitely stuff I want to mention crapping about. on it like hard. Said, all but... the sprites look good. They all look. I think they look a little better in the second game. Yeah. But everything looks good. The 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 combat system is pretty like it works. I mean, there are a lot of different paths. Like we played through this game twice, and we still miss. There are still things we missed. Mm-hmm. And some places have like three paths. Especially the equipment. Like I was looking through that collection at the end, and there's even with two playthroughs, we had a fraction of the stuff that's in there. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's. I mean, it has a lot of replay value, which is good for a beat 'em up. I mean, beat 'em ups are again perfect. And since we're playing this on PC, I mean, we had infinite credits, which made the game made Tower Doom beat 'em up. Oh man, there. Yeah, there's no way we would have got through. I think either one of them we would have got through without infinite. I'm watching a video where they got through it on one credit only on the second game. Four players. Damn. Well, it's a beat 'em up. I mean, once you kind of like, there's certain ways you can cheese it. I think always. I've never. Yeah. Those people practice that kind of stuff too, so mm-hmm. you just got to be good. Still impressive. <laughs> I am no good. Interest. It was just like you could run too, which is you could sprint, jump. You got a lot of different things. A lot of a lot of items you would get throughout the game that you could then use to have different attacks. The bosses are pretty varied in the second game. Like we fought a Chimera yesterday, but today we didn't. We fought something else. I don't even remember what the hell we fought. <laughs> I don't know. I know we fought a dragon at one point. Like we, you get a lot of cool anim- enemies. You get mana cores. Yeah. You get to fight. Believe it or not, there are dragons in this Dungeons and Dragons game. Not a lot, but there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple. Fought black and green at least. It was really fun. And then going to the towns is kind of interesting because you can buy stuff. I do like can... that each each shop has a different look to it. It's a different uh, shopkeeper. Like all the sprites are different. Yeah, and we didn't do this because we ran through, but there's a gnome town you can shrink down. If we did shrink down, you can actually buy, like, the fire ring, the rings in that town. Oh. Which we Yeah, did we not. missed that when we did it. Yeah, because we just ran, we ran past it for some reason. <laughs> the game has a lot of traps, too, which I thought were oh. interesting. There's also a red yeah. dragon in this game that we completely missed. Uh, we see the one villain like riding it, and it kind of shoots fire at us. But no, yeah. it's a, it's like the final fight, but it's different. It's in the in the mountain cave before you go to that air castle, huh. or maybe it's on a hard difficulty only. But in the video I'm watching, they're fighting a giant red dragon in a hor- on a on a pile of gold. But like we said, I mean, oh, yeah, like we we played cool. this game twice, and we still miss things. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what makes this game so cool is that there is so much to this beat 'em up. You know, like but you can't say a lot about a lot of beat em ups. No, I mean, this actually has a lot of replay value, which I find impressive, you know, and then you you you, know, you fight it just and it kind of jumps around. You're on you're on an airship at one point. The final area is in a giant tower. You go you fight in the mountains and things can also change depending on what path you take. Like there's one path that's kind of the same way that we did that. It says, oh, go the go the ice path or go the fire path. They're the same boss, just different colors. <laughs> yep. One's fire and one's ice, believe it or yeah. not. <laughs> it was fine. I just can't go with this red dragon now. I really want to fight it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play this one again. Probably today. <laughs> but I mean, that's what's so cool about this game is that it has so much to it that you can do. And then, like, you know, normally if you play a beat em up twice, you see everything. And we missed a lot. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Turtles in Time and I'll play it over and over again. But yeah, like you said, once you play it once, you've, you've seen everything. Yeah, it doesn't have multiple paths. I mean, it's a great game, Turtles in Time. But. <laughs> I mean, also, this game kind of does where it has a bunch of boss fights in the end that you fight one after another because you're fighting, like, the four fiends or some crap like that, I guess. They uh, Capcom actually holds back, though. You don't you do not do the boss rush. 
Which I'm okay with. Yeah, I don't like boss rushes. Like <laughs> and then we should talk about the final boss. So you're chasing okay. after this enchantress girl, Sin is her name, throughout the entire game, and then finally she turns into a giant red dragon. Not the red dragon I was talking about earlier, it's a different dragon that she's, yeah. It fights kind of the same as a giant dragon off screen that pops down and the face is the only thing that's in in screen that tries to kill you. Mm-hmm. And the hands. and The only issue with it, it has a, lots of uh, attacks that are one-hit kills. I mean, you can dodge uh, them. Like, you, uh, it does this fire breath, of course, because it's dragon. And in the bottom corner, this stone wall kind of shoots up if you get near it. But it doesn't telegraph that attack at all that I could tell. So all of a sudden, it'll just breathe fire and we're dead. And it had multiple attacks like that. It has one where it just breathed fire directly in front of it. But if you're in front of it, you're dead, which we happen to be in front of it multiple times. I mean, we didn't care yeah. for us, but. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to be to attack it. But like I mm-hmm. said, it doesn't really telegraphic it, telegraphic that it's about to use that attack. So you can't get out of the way. No, I'm watching the speed run and they, I mean, they run away from it, but I don't see any telegraphs that point it out. They must know. It must just have a set pattern or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, it really felt like arcade trying to take your money. Yeah, there's always that. I mean, that's just the way it really felt to me. I mean, I, I still had fun. I mean, there's also a cool ass level where when you're on the airship and you're getting chased by a woman riding a probably what's considered a wyvern in in D and D and shooting fireballs at you and stuff. Like, there's some really cool moments in this game. If it has front arms, then it's a dragon. If it doesn't, then it's a wyvern. Okay, I can't remember if it had front arms or not. It. Maybe it was a dragon then. So it's a small one. But we did find out that if you shoot magic missile, it'll knock her off of it, so it'll quit shooting at you for a little bit. <laughs> that was pretty Which, cool. It was. I mean, there was just so much to this game, and like all the different spells, and there were a lot of different spells that you could do. Like playing this game, magic user, and playing as a fighter was completely different games. It felt like. Mm-hmm. Which was. I mean, and also there's there's cheats you can buy in this game and unlock that we did for our second playthrough, even though it didn't matter, but we couldn't die. <laughs> Essentially, very pretty well. much. Yeah, we had a vampirism as one of the ones that you can unlock, and every time you attack, it refills a little bit of your health, which I liked. Oh, it's just pretty cool. Very interesting. It's always been on my list to play because I I bought this years ago on 360, and I've always been wanting to play it. I know we both we bought it. A f- oh, it's also not really cool that we didn't mention because you go on like a one level, you go on like a train that like you know bashes together, and it just was really cool. Yeah, where the like the little panels of the, the makeup, the train car kind of dislodged. It's just a neat little touch with the graphics that they didn't have to do, but you kind of expect it with Capcom. I do like Capcom beat em ups. Oh yeah. Well, obviously we've done, this is at least the fourth one we've done. <laughs> we like Capcom a lot. What can we say? Yep. We're sure not done. No. Any last things you want to say about this game? I don't think so. Okay. I'm sure. Let's there's something, to- but there's a lot to cover. Let's talk about our, our what is your history with D&D? I played I cut my teeth on fourth edition, which I know a lot of people kind of poo poo on because it simplifies everything. But it was perfect for a beginner. So I played a good bit of that. And then I haven't played since. OK, I I started on second edition right around the time third third edition was coming out. And then when my friend bought the third edition book, he gave me the second edition books. I remember I had the monster guy and I remember just looking at it flipping through the pages and just reading it. I don't think I still have it, unfortunately, but I remember being so cool. I have not played D and D in God years and years. I want to again. I think about every so often, oh, yeah. but I'm like, man, I miss I it. Can't, I can't like set up a, a weekly thing with, you know, Oh God, no, especially with having the show the way you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it'd have to be something that me and Tiff, me and my wife did together. It wouldn't work. <laughs> so I just have no. I, and but I, I think every so often I think about it, but I also just don't really like go back to that stuff or have any just or you know any like. But the last encounter I had with D and D, which was funny, there was a neighbor of mine back when I used to live at a few houses ago, and they were. I guess not. They were kind of Amish is what people told me, but they weren't like, I mean, they had, they had some technology. So they weren't like, you know, the Amish black and white stuff, but I guess there was some kind of Amish. The, I remember they asked me, Hey, you want to, you know, and we know you're in the game. So if you want to play D and D with us, I'm like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Like, okay, let me get back to you. Well, it's been about 10 years now. I never got back to me yet. So I'm still waiting. Mm. It was pretty funny. It was like, cause the guy, the, the father came over and asked me, Hey, do you want you know, you want to join us? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then, they never asked me again, so I'm assuming they changed their mind. <laughs> Guess you didn't make the cut after all. No, but hey, what do they know? Their house was also painted purple and gold at one time for Vikings. Oh, boy. It's not anymore, by the way. They cha- they painted it again, <laughs> which I found funny because they were big Viking fans. And I guess they must have been broken because anyone that's a football fan that's in Minnesota or, or football fan general Vikings are not the greatest team. I like them, but they're not the greatest team. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that always stuck with me because I was all excited to play D&D with them and then they just never they never talked to me again Lame. he literally lived right next door to me and I used to walk by the, all the time when I walked with my son and never talked to me again so I don't know what happened Lame. it's just kind of funny yeah, cause I, so I've never played D&D again I, I want to and also like another reason why we kind of did this it got us in the mood was the new D&D movies coming out yeah so, so I remember seeing that trailer and it was pretty much the same way this game was like oh there's a displacer beast oh there's a mimic which there are no mimics in either one of these games i'm actually kind of surprised not that we saw i guess they could be in there somewhere and no gelatinous cube either yeah gelatinous cube is pretty cool at the time of recording this which is depending on i don't know when you're here august 28th so the movie has not come out because it might yeah no it comes out next year never mind so yeah but it it, i feel like that's what also got us more excited to do d and to do a D &D game because we've been talking about doing this for a long a time, and that trailer came out. And we're like, okay, we're back in. <laughs> Probably other. It's kind of nice. Like, it, I feel like it's going to bring D and D more into the, you know, into people's zeitgeist. I mean, D and D didn't go anywhere. I mean, you look at Stranger Things, for example, which references D and D constantly. I know you haven't watched Stranger Things, but good nope. show. I don't recommend it for you, but good show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff you would not be okay with. So I would imagine. But it makes me happy to see D&D kind of becoming more in the zeitgeist and more known again. And I feel like maybe it didn't go away, but it wasn't like in the same type of crowds. If I'm right, maybe. Yeah. I know. I'm just happy we're getting a movie again because I remember really liking that first film. <laughs> we both saw it in theaters and then never again. And I'm wondering how bad it is. Oh, I'm sure it's bad. <laughs> Marlon Wayans is in it as one of the main characters. I, I remember terrible, but I saw it in theaters and I really, really liked it. But the game my mom found Kiss of Death. <laughs> I know you always say that. If there's something that <laughs> Mike's Mike saying, really I remember liked. liking this. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if they got absorbed into the world or if they were just from that world. I don't even remember anything about that movie. I'm watching the trailer right remember. now. It doesn't look good. I'm sure we'll cover it at some point. I want to. I know you do. But why is Marlon Wayne's in it? I don't know. Because he was big at the time. Yeah, it came out in 2000, and then it took really? It feels like older than that. It says 2000 for the trailer I'm looking at. Like, if you had asked me, I would have guessed somewhere between, like, 93 to 96. I feel like yeah, it's, it's way older. Wow. It doesn't look very good. <laughs> I'm looking at the trailer and, the, and like, the special... I mean, it's 2000 special effects, so it's like, yeah, but... Okay. All right. 
yeah. think that's everything we we need to say about D&D. Let's go to shelf stacker box for each game. And I'll go first. Tower of Doom going in the box. I don't need to play it. I never want to play it again. I'm glad I played it once. I'm good. I'm good. Came in the collection. Cool. Not worth it. Garbage. Shadows of Mysteria, however, that's going on the shelf. That was a really, really good beat up that I could see myself playing someday down the road. Not anytime soon. I know you might play it again soon, but <laughs> I'm going to put it down. But I really had fun with it. But no Beholder, so that hurts it. Yeah, that does suck. Even and, though the Beholder doesn't look that great. And what about you? Uh, about the same. Tower of Doom in the box forever. And then Shadow Mysteria on the shelf and... Even the collection I would put on the shelf just because I enjoyed that second one so much. Okay. It's a cool collection. I'm glad it exists because, I mean, I'm always happy when any games that no longer are really there find a way to exist again. You know, and something arcade, like, you're not going to be able to play it any other way. So I'm I'm always happy when they bring it over. Like, I remember when it came out, I was so excited. You know, so I'm happy that it it exists again. You know, it's been out for 2014, but... I'm happy yeah. there. Capcom's been pretty decent about re-releasing stuff because we got that beat 'em up collection and then this, and there's been two different arcade collections recently. Oh, there have been? So. Okay, cool. Well, and they re-released our Mega Man games too, I think, in arcade not too long ago. Yeah. Which I really need to play. And we're getting the Battle Network collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was a Dungeon Dragon that... cartoon too. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. I don't think I ever watched it, so I can't talk about it. <laughs> it's it's a very it looks really bad though. I'm looking at at it's not, okay, I did watch. Yeah, it looks terrible. It's it's on par with Captain N. Never watched Captain N. Oh, you're not missing out. That might be blasphemous to some people, but it's not great. Yeah, no, this show looks god awful. But again, it's a you know '90s car- no '80s cartoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes complete sense why it looks awful. Okay, I think that's everything we need to say. So if you enjoyed this episode, we have no idea in the episode yet. So <laughs> nothing yeah. else for you to go <laughs> listen to that way. But we do have a Discord. You can join our Discord and talk with us. You will see a link in the show notes. And we have a Patreon. You want to go? You can vote for each month. We have different show, different show you topic you can vote on for what show we're going to cover. It's a dollar a month. Go join us. You'll see a link in the show notes. I'm going to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hester. You can follow her on TikTok. And I want to give a shout out to my my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with us. We suffered through all those, and we put it on, and yeah. then uh, we lost interest. So we, we definitely go check out his podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. He interviews people, how video games affect their lives. And want to please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. You can catch all our information, what's going on with the show there, all our new announcements. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.